0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us on our podcast, On the Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Katie. This is a uh, short episode podcast about all sorts of different topics to give you something to do while you kill time while you're sitting on the pot doing your business.
1: To, in other words, uh, digest information after you've digested it. <laughs> <laughs> Liz, what's that inside my body? It's a little bit of knowledge. We're excited to have you. Thanks for being here. Hey, Liz, what are we talking about today?
0: Hey, Katie. uh, We are talking about Mithridates, uh, if you're speaking English, or if you're going to go Greek, it's Mithridates, the sixth, not the fifth. They are different. Okay, good to know. The fifth was Mithridates, the sixth father. What do you want to know about him? (laughs)
1: Uh, I did not pay much attention, I have to admit, in uh, Greek mythology class in school. So uh, I'm going to say, what's the most interesting part about him?
0: Well, first of all, he's not a myth. No. Pliny the Elder wrote about him, which apparently that is a decent source for (laughs) Greek history. Um (laughs) So he lived in the time just before Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, or, well, some people's (laughs) lords and saviors. Somebody's. Yep. Uh, In the years 135 to 63 BC, as we know it, before Christ. He was the ruler of the kingdom of Pontus.
1: Oh, of course. Yes, the kingdom of Pontus.
0: As we all know today, as we all know today. was somewhere ukrainish
1: okay
0: ukrainish is a location that we uh know very well right good
1: yes we all
0: know that yes we do yes we do uh and he was a very ambitious ruler who had uh every intention of dominating asia minor and the black sea which if you've ever been to the black sea it is quite beautiful
1: uh, palm trees? Are we talking palm trees or more like desert scape?
0: Uh, I believe the Black Sea is filled with water. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe the trees are somewhere else.
1: Different, different kind of fish, maybe.
0: Different kind of fish. <laughs> so if you recall, when we started this story, about thirty seconds ago, I spoke about Mithridates the fifth. Mithridates the sixth is father. Mm-hmm. Now he was the the king before Mithridates the 6th was and he actually was assassinated by poison at a dinner party well after that death because Mithridates the 6th also known as Mithridates the elder and his son Mithridates the younger fun fact that was common naming your children the same thing and just going by elder and younger they were too young to rule and so their mother took over and their mother apparently had ill intentions towards them. And so because of that, Mithridates the sixth, or we'll just call him Mithridates at this point. Cause I don't think we talk about his father anymore okay. by his name, fled to the wilderness where he remained for seven years to strengthen himself, get used to hardship. And after he emerged, he decided to do everything he could to become physically strong, uh, both with strength because strong and strength are the same thing. (laughs) But also to to create an immunity to poison, because he didn't want to have the same faith as his father, who we won't name again, because I already said we weren't going to.
1: The younger. It's confusing.
0: It's confusing. Thank goodness we don't do that anymore. We just say (laughs) junior, and we name our children different (laughs) names, unless we're George Foreman. Uh, anyway, so he, what he ended up doing was he started taking different doses of, uh, all sorts of different poisons to become immune to poisoning. Now, obviously there are certain poisons that are lethal that you cannot form an immunity to. And in this process, while he was doing that, he also created anti, uh, antidotes, uh, anti poisons, antitoxins, whatever we call it. I'm not a scientist. And by doing this, you say, hey, how does somebody like just come up with that without dying? Great, great question.
1: Hey, Liz, uh, how does somebody come up with that without dying? Great, great question.
0: So when you're the ruler of a kingdom, you have prisoners. And so you test that on your prisoners and people do die. So so it's actually really interesting because he, he create, created these antitoxins, anti- antidotes that people today use and know of. And this was, again, 113 BC, essentially, while he's learning all this stuff. And, um, you know, thank goodness for science of the time
1: because it, that
0: sounds like it's leading to modern science. What a coincidence. Modern science. <laughs> Ancient modern science. Amazing cool. how that works. Cool, cool. Moving forward. Fun facts about our friend Mithridates VI. He had several wives and several mistresses which also led to several children. Lots of children. Lots of children. Um he had he had his very first wife. This is fun. Was his sister?: Yeah. <laughs> yep. No judgment by but... him.: <laughs> No judgment.: Less judgment if you don't have children with them, but he sure did have children with them. <laughs> so he had several me- wives, several mistresses, many children, and that's just a fun fact. At some point, uh, the kingdom of Pontus got into battle with Pompeii. It was Mithridates' intention to take over Pompeii, and he failed. And when he failed, he fled Pompeii, and he took with him not all of his wives and children and mistresses. He only took a few. uh, I guess he had his favorites, maybe. We don't know. (laughs) After Mithridates fled, he ended up in the lands uh, north of the Black Sea, and his plan was to then... Raise an army through this new area, carry on the war by going through the Danube and invading Italy to finally get back at Pompeii. Damn Pompeii. You know, they eventually do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that looks not great for them. Yeah. It's, <laughs>
0: it's not good. That story is for another Maybe
1: time. another
0: episode. <laughs> so as he. Prepare, was preparing this army and trying to get these people behind him. They weren't having it. They didn't like him. They wanted him gone. They were over it. And so, in order to to avoid em- imminent capturing, torture, potential rape, and death, he chose to kill the daughters that he brought with him, and his. I believe mistress or wife or many of them, by poisoning them.
1: I feel like there maybe were a few better options there than just straight up poisoning them, but...
0: Katie, it was 66 BC. (laughs) (laughs) So they took their poison and they died. He himself also took poison, tried to make it work faster by running around to get blood flowing to his heart quicker. But let me guess didn't work. Did you know that <laughs> Mithridates VI became immune to poison?
1: I could tell there was some twist coming.
0: <laughs> so, the beautiful thing is that Mithridates VI did indeed succeed at becoming immune to poison, the one thing that he tried to do, that he spent his whole life essentially doing, aside from trying to take back Pompeii, and also failed at killing himself. And thus his fate was met. By the hand of a sword, by his bodyguard. So, to this day, when people become immune to poisoning, it is actually called Mithridatism. There's a part of this story that I have not told you. Oh. And, yep. And I think it is probably the biggest point of this story. Okay. I'm on the edge of my seat. So, remember when we talked about Mithridates marrying his sister? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had several children together. And one of, the, one of their daughters actually had a child herself. Mithridates' the- grandchild, if you follow lineage. That kid never lost its baby teeth, so it ended up having two rows of teeth. The story being, don't shtup your sibling. <laughs>
1: baby shark baby teeth (laughs) baby (laughs) teeth okay Liz I very much appreciate this story today learned a lot what's that inside my body
0: it's a little bit of knowledge
1: and now you have a little bit more yourself (laughs) thanks for joining us for this week's episode of on the podcast we'll see you next time